0: You're listening to From Here with Delia and Dawn. Hey,
1: listeners, this is Delia and Dawn here, uh, From Here, and we are back uh, three weeks later um, after we recorded our first episode um, talking about some of the recent anti-Asian violence that's been happening uh, on both coasts um, and really in many different places. Um, and it's weird to think that it's been 3 weeks it feels like it's was a long time ago but also like it feels like it was last week but i think when don and i recorded that episode you know we were really still gathering information and sorting out you know how we were feeling about things and who we wanted to talk to about it and how we wanted to talk to uh, people about it and now 3 weeks later it feels like so much has happened, you know, just in terms of media coverage and new information and all of these different things. And just like, you know, just an onslaught of activity and people speaking out, you know, and I think it's been really interesting to, at least for me, like, I feel like I'm still observing Mm -hmm. most of it, you know, like, there's like Zooms happening, there's things you can tune into, there's people talking about it, but I still feel like I'm observing, um, and it's a lot, you know, to see all of a sudden, like you could join a webinar, like every single day, it feels right. like talking about something. And I'm like, I, I don't have the energy. I can't, you know, I don't have yeah. the energy for that. Like, it's, how I mean, have you been dealing with it all,
0: There, Actually, you were so right. I mean, I, first of all, I can't believe it's been three weeks since we recorded I that know, episode. I know, I know. Because it feels like so much has happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, so much has happened, but so also so little, has yeah. happened too.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and I mean, there definitely has been a lot of activity and activism, a lot of community organizing, you know, shout out to all of the community organizers out there who have been on the ground trying to organize to keep our elders safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think there's been a lot of talking and a lot of processing. Right. Right. And unfortunately, there continues to be anti-Asian violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, mean that's today, the, yeah, yeah, just today. Yeah, that's the scary I, part. Right. Like I heard about another one. And, you know, it it really, I mean, I, I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard, you know. Um, I think when we last talked, I was – I was definitely trying to process, you know, what was going on, and I was trying to really wrap my head around both the very real fear that I had, um, mm-hmm. in terms of like fear for my parent's safety, fear for my safety, fear for my friends' safety, right? And then also on another level, trying to actually address it in a productive way. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did a bunch of things, right, and and I still feel like I'm trying to figure out what is the best thing to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Know? I mean, I think the reality is, like, there's no – I mean, especially now, like, in the situation where we're in, we're still not going tons of places and, like, out, you know, in the, with people in the same kind of way that there's – there isn't a best there isn't a best thing to do and yeah. I think that's like hard to feel like there isn't like one thing to grab onto that's like okay this yeah. will make a difference you know it's like
0: Yeah and yeah. Uh, I think there's also been a lot of just other life things that's happened right because right after we released that episode lunar new year happened
1: Right
0: right and you and I made a concerted effort to kind of take a break to do yeah. here to give ourselves some time. Right. right. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, the vaccine, you know, started rolling out and now we are at a second phase of the vaccine where, you know, you have educators who have access to the vaccine now. So mm-hmm. you know, life in general kind of has been moving at this pace as well, you know? So I think, and I think that, what's interesting is how you and I have both addressed this issue in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. I heard you say earlier that, you know, you you you're still struggling to kind of wrap your, wrap your brain around and you're still thinking through things. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I think part of it is because like, I am like at home, like taking care of my kids like 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. you know? And so that doesn't, always lend itself, you know, to being able to have time to, you know, really sit down and like process some of these heavy sorts of things, you know, trying still managing like kindergarten on Zoom school, you know, and all of these things. And so I think it's, you know, I feel like this is like in a different like time and place, like I would have wanted to be a part of something, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but I think for me, like I haven't been able to find the right thing to be a part of that doesn't, you know, leave me like neglecting my kids and like not, you know, being able to be there for my kindergartner. Um, So it's been, I think it's, I think for me, I've been like trying to think about this as like, it's a really, really, it's a, it's a marathon. I mean, and it always Mm -hmm. has been, you Mm -hmm. know, so it doesn't, I don't need to, do something, like, huge and and be part of something, you know, know, huge and impactful. And that takes up a lot of my time right now because this is something that I'm, you know, trying to chip away at all the time, you know, in sort of smaller ways, you know, and, like, talking to, like, the PTO or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, being the voice, you know, bringing, you know, a different set of books, you know, to the teacher's attention, like all of these things, you know, I'm like, and it's, but it's, for me, it's really hard, you know, to feel like that's enough, you know, right now, but like, I don't feel like I have the capacity, you know, to do much more, you know, than that. And
0: I think a lot of people are in your position. I mean, like prior to this, many people were just trying to survive, right? Yeah, right. Being in this you know this context of just like oh my gosh I have to be at home I have to work and I have to take care of you know kids and and we know we've seen the data that you know women have bore the brunt of caring for family of having to work you know since since shelter in place started right so what right. you're describing I think is very is a reality of many women yeah, you know, yeah. many mothers there and I mean, and you got three kids, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I got one. He's like twelve and pretty self sufficient, right? All I got to do is just like make sure that there's food in the fridge and he can take care of himself, you know. So I, <laughs> I also feel like we're in very different, you know, like our kids, you know, in very different kind of situations, but yeah, but I, I but I hear you saying also, like, it, it. Change is also for you about chipping away at these Mm -hmm. ongoing issues. Like these issues are not new, you know. Right. Yeah. And you found a way to make contribute to this, you know, change effort in your own way, like through a PTO and you know, doing work through the school. And and I'm sure you're doing stuff with the kids as well, right? You're talking to them.
1: Yes, all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I (laughs) mean all the the time. time, Right. As (laughs) as is right? The nature of this podcast, right? <laughs> That's what we talk about. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. what's interesting
0: is, you know, I think like for me, I, you know, because I've had that, um I was going to say I had time, but no, you know what? I don't, I don't think <laughs> I've had time. I think it's like the capacity is different, right? I think yeah. for me, you know, being in the Bay Area and having access to community organizations who are doing work, there's been a lot of, um, solidarity rallies you know there was one in oakland and then one in san francisco that happened after new year's right um i didn't attend either of those but i watched the oakland one on Mm -hmm. facebook live and that really was inspiring you know i had lots of friends who went to either the oakland one or the san francisco one who and and quite remarkably right i had all these friends who had actually never been to this type of rally before who went, who were so moved. They were so moved. Right. And they went for the first time and they were, you know, they were doing things like texting me, like, are you going to go? And what can, you know, like, like, is it, is it okay to bring my kids? Is it safe? You know? Mm -hmm. And I talked a whole bunch of them through like, it's totally going to be okay. There's gonna be a lot of people, you know, social distance and all that. Right. And it was really interesting to see the varying levels of reaction that some of my Asian and Asian American friends have had, you know, to this. Um, I could not go out to those rallies. I I just couldn't, you know, because Mm -hmm. of work and everything, right? But instead what I decided to do was um, to hold space. I mean, that really has been, Mm -hmm. you know, the ways that I've been trying to contribute right, to this is just hold space, create opportunities for people to process and talk, you know, and that's very much in align with, in alignment with not only my professional work, but also my consulting work is like holding space for people. Mm-hmm. Right. So like at work, I held space for our, um, our Asian Pacific American staff and faculty association. I was just basically like facilitated a processing space, right. you know, and then got together with a couple of other um, colleagues of mine on um, clubhouse and held a series of, you know, conversations there, which was really great. I and mean, we specifically held conversations for um, Asian Americans in higher education, right. Mm. We're working in higher education because we wanted to make sure that those folks, had a space to process because they were also having conversations with students.
1: Right. Yeah, of course.
0: You know, so we did that and, and really used the platforms that people were, were having these conversations at, right. Cause in clubhouse, right. We had this really well attended series of rooms that were, Organized by Daniel Day Kim and Daniel Wu, right? Talking about right anti Asian violence that that mm-hmm. was that ended up being you know their medium, right? And so we just decided to you know let's go to Clubhouse and let's you know let's yeah. do
1: that, yeah. You know, how did it feel like being in those spaces? Like, what was like the the yeah the the, the feeling amongst people, or what were they talking about?
0: You know, it it's so interesting. It's such a wide range, right? Mm-hmm. Of people who like you know, Asian Americans, like there's a whole wide range. You can't you can't generalize at all, yeah. right? So there's yeah. like people again, like just so moved coming to into this conversation for the first time, really mm-hmm. trying to grapple with what's happening. And there are people who are already like you know, let's not perpetuate anti blackness. We gotta show up for each you know, like on that end of the spectrum, right? Right. And so holding space in Clubhouse was really interesting because Clubhouse is, you know, very wide open, you know, mm-hmm. and, and right now it is a space for I would say like creatives, people doing um equity and inclusion work, right? it, it it's like there's specific types of populations of people right and Mm -hmm. the asian american community and clubhouse is really interesting they're very very active right Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah it's been a very interesting kind of space you know yeah and i quite enjoy it you know because it's it's all audio you know and you know that's that's like the medium that i enjoy (laughs) that's this podcast right Yes,
1: (laughs) i know (laughs)
0: Yeah, and and that sounds
1: like really important. You know, I think like I'm, I'm just like amazed by your ability to be the person like holding that space because I think for me, I'm like I, (laughs) I'm in a place where I'm like I'm, I need to be held because I can't like, you know, I I think I don't have the energy right now to be that like level headed and like being able to be patient and drawing on all all those reserves. I feel like I'm tapped out. So I'm just really amazed by your I mean I appreciate that.
0: I appreciate that, but actually I'm gonna make a confession, right? (laughs) It's like really like holding space or being a facilitator or moderator in that space is actually a safe role for me. Mm -hmm. Because what I get to do is to listen to people talk. -hmm. Right, about wherever they're at. And that actually helps me sort through some of my own things.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Right. So it actually is like by positioning myself that way, it's really helpful. Right. And Mm -hmm. then I get to hear a lot of different perspectives.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, and and then I get to a place where I'm like, you know, I think this is this makes sense to me and this feels right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I and I get pushed you know, when I think about what people are saying and I get to ask questions because I'm the facilitator of the (laughs) moderator. It's perfect. It's yeah. I mean, it's really, you know, it's really great, you know, and, and I think that it was really helpful because it led me up to this point where, you know, listeners, some of you might have known, might have um, been following, um, but I actually spoke at a, um, an anti-violence rally last Saturday Um, depending upon when you listen to this episode but recently right Mm -hmm. in which a it's quite a remarkable event it was a seventh grader who organized this rally um, in San Mateo Um, and if you I mean if you you google it you can figure you know you can read more about it right and um, I've been involved in my local community's anti-racist coalition and and you know, we did some collaboration with her and, and then I ended up speaking, I ended up opening the rally, you know, and um, it was after a lot of like thinking and a lot of processing, right. I found myself ready, you know, to mm-hmm. to share my thoughts and and to be in that space. And it was really great because I think that the words that I spoke really spoke to a lot of people who showed up right? Uh-huh. The turnout was really great, right? And those things, if you don't know San Mateo, it's a small town, you know, south of San, you know, San Francisco, it's a really small town, but people showed up for it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I shared my, I shared some of my, um, I think my thoughts and my feelings about speaking up, which I think really resonated with people. Mm-hmm. I also shared my frustration about, you know, and this is the soundbite that the um, the new, <laughs> news and media have been. I've noticed that have been they, they the piece that they edited in my <laughs> in my um, what I said was, um, you know, I said that how how much more pain and suffering, right, and harm does the Asian American community, the Asian and Asian American community, have to? experience before people, like before we see this as a real issue, Mm -hmm. right? And that really resonated. That really, really resonated, you know, with Mm -hmm. people. But the part that didn't quite resonate as well, (laughs) right, was when I tried to be like, you know, number one, resist the model minority stereotype, right? You know, question it, question what you know about it. And then also, I said, resisted by seeing anti Asian violence as part of systemic injustice. That's a result of neglect of communities. That's a result of uh, the the impact of model minority stereotype, and then as well as over policing in communities. Hmm. Once I started talking about police, folks were like, the crowd was like kind of quiet, right?
1: (laughs) But you said it. I mean, that's really important that you said it.
0: That was important for me because for me, what I've come to is, and you and I talked about this a little, right? About how this is not, its this is like systemic. This is right. part of these bigger issues, yeah, right? And this is also part of the result of the model minority stereotype, right? right. Like pinning groups against one another. And I had to name it. I'm just like, you may not agree with me, Right. But I am I refuse to pit black communities and Asian communities against one another. No, I'm not right. doing that. That's the one thing that the, the 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 rally at Oakland that was loud and clear and that's something that really resonated with me mm-hmm. like the, that refusal, you know. So you know I, and I think it's been, um, for me, I really pro- like productive responses. Right. So I think between, you know, the reason why, you know, we're, we're also having this conversation, right. Is that, you know, the way you're, the way you've responded, the way I've responded there, it's all okay.
1: Yeah. 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 I and mean, I, th- I mean, I think there's such a, a, a wide like range, right? Like there's so many different things that you can do. And I think, you know, I, I've been wrestling with this, myself you know to say like well it's not that what I'm doing isn't impactful or isn't important it's just what I can do you know from what I have in front of me or within me you know at this moment you know and I can't I'm not leaving the house and doing going tons of places I have these little kids with me that I need to like care for and I, I I'm not able to right now you know that doesn't mean I don't care but, you know, I'm going to get on this email and I'm going to tell this person, like, hey, you know, you need to read this article before you go and talk about this. Or you need to read this book to your kindergarten class because you haven't read any books with characters that look like X, Y, or Z, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different response, but I think we need all of those things, yeah. right? Like, we don't need a million people who are speaking at rallies. We need people right. in every different avenue like advocating and making our voices heard so it's yeah yeah, I think it's hard I think it's hard because I feel like there's like a lot of pressure that everyone should be out there like doing everything um and the reality is like we can't like we not everyone can be out there so it's
0: you know one of the journalists who interviewed me asked that question like so what should what what needs to be done what should be done right and and I'll tell you like what I said to her, right. Is that, you know, I said, what's most important, right. Is that you figure out what you need to do that is in, within your capacity first. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, what does that mean? Right. And I said, I said, because not everybody, I said exactly that. Not everybody can go to a rally and not, at, not everybody could be on the streets protesting. Right. We need it all. Right. We need it all. Right. And, And every little bit counts, but I, and I said to her, what's most important, right? It's figuring out what is within your capacity. If you have the capacity, support local community-based organizations who are doing that grassroots work, because Mm -hmm. these are the folks who know what's going on in Asian communities, right? right? right. And it could be anything like, you know, um, donate money, or you can like make Excel spreadsheets or something like that, right? (laughs) Whatever it is right? I I really, I had to be, I had to make sure that this reporter heard me loud and clear, right? Is that showing up can look like very, very different for people, right? And so for different people, depending upon what your resources, time and capacity is. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, what's most important is that I hope that we remember that it's not what we do, right? But it's the fact that we are continuing to try and we're showing up in ways Mm -hmm. that make sense for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, like, for me, I've been trying to, like, pace myself too and realize, like, I don't have to rush and do something now or tomorrow, you know, that I can sit on it. And like you were saying about facilitating, like, reflect on it and figure out, you know, what are the... Meaningful, you know, important things that I can do. And a, f- a friend told me, you know, you know, we're not like we're not gonna, no, none of this is gonna get solved, you know, in the next month. Yeah, you know, this is this is like ongoing work, and so mm-hmm. I can. I can show up in a different way, you know, in five years or, you know, next year or anything, you know, there's so, there's so many opportunities. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not just, this isn't the only chance,
0: you know? And, and, you know, I think, you know, what's great is I've been having more and more conversations with people who are new to thinking about these things too.
1: Mm Is that happening
0: with you too, where it's like you're talking with people who might just have questions and who are starting to think about these things.
1: I think I think yeah I think it, I think also like a range you know of like newer and also like we've talked about this before you know it, it's it's a little bit of everyone
0: yeah yeah and I think those conversations make such a difference too yeah because I mean those are the people who never will never go to a protest right but they you know the way that you know they do things like care for their kids and be with their families can also make a really, really big difference. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So anyways, yeah. I mean, so much has happened in three weeks. Isn't it amazing, Delia?
1: I know. And this is only like sort of one (laughs) sort of like vein of things. Like it's – I mean, I feel like it's – for the past year, it feels like just different things coming at you in so many different directions with different things coming. It's like – it's hard to keep on top of and it's hard to make enough time it feels like sometimes to give each of those pieces you know mm. the the attention and care and like energy that i think any of this you know it warrants so it's it's a lot i think but i think i always appreciate just being able to talk to you about it because it me too. helps me just kind of like, okay, well, yeah, I don't have to do this. And what are some other ways to think about this and some other voices from the other side of the country, even, because, you know, it's so different in different areas, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and I appreciate you too, because, you know, I'm reminded about how, you know, the small things are equally important as, you know, also being out there. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So you have any special um, ways that you power through all this or get some new energy or?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I get energy from talking with people, you know, so talking with you and talking with other folks. I mean, the thing that I'm going to be looking out for from here on out is number one, I'm going to continue to try and hold as much space as possible. We're also Mm -hmm. moving into a phase where people are wanting to organize events and more conversations.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: I think I am convinced that some of the big conversations that need to be had are around revisiting the model minority stereotype, but in a way where we talk about how the stereotype actually pits Black and brown people, right? Mm-hmm. Against Asians. I feel like we really need to have a much more nuanced conversation of, of the right. model minority stereotype. I also think we need to talk about how Asian Americans need to show up for each other, Right. Mm -hmm. That this is not just like an East Asian issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then I think the the systemic injustice piece of it too, right? I think we really need to talk about how anti-Asian violence isn't an isolated thing; that it is part, it's the result of right larger injustices that are happening. I'm really yeah. hoping that those conversations can be had. So that's what I'm. I guess like that's not really self care, but really like that's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm like, you know? <laughs> yeah hopefully we're moving towards to have those conversations.
1: Well, thanks for sharing. And it's really amazing hearing the different things that you're up to and the ways that we're responding and continuing to, to move through all of this.
0: Yeah. I, and I always appreciate the conversation and just like listeners, the one thing that, you know, for me, again, it's like there are very many different ways to respond to this, you know, there as long as you're engaged, I think that's the most important thing. So it was awesome catching up with you, Delia. I know it
1: feels like it's been a while, but it's been, it's been great. So thank you so much, everyone for tuning in. And uh, if you want to stay engaged with us, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at from here podcast. Um, and also, uh, you can leave comments on uh, Apple Podcasts too. It's great uh, seeing what people think there as well. So we look forward to hearing your feedback. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye.